Madman Podcast. I'm DJ Go. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. And we have special guests here today. We have the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Woo! I'm Chuck Staten. I'm Brad Rohr. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah, definitely. We've come to the show, guys. Thank, hey, thank you guys for having us very much. Yeah, we wanted excited. to come on for years. I remember we were doing, I think it was one of our, our Spider-Man show at the CT Comedy Theater. Yeah. That was well, the I've, first mm-hmm. time we talked about possibly doing it. Yep. yep. And we were running back and forth from Rhode Island to Connecticut a lot to promote. We were like promoting in comic book stores. Yeah. So it didn't work out then, but it's finally working out now. Finally, finally. Yes. After the road opened back up. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I was, uh, I remember we ran a spot for that, but. But yeah. I wasn't really listening to you guys then. I've been listening a lot since the Tell Them Steve Dave right. stuff really got uh, me started. I appreciate it. Yeah. Now I'm addicted. Uh, um, appreciate that. But the, uh, but I'm excited after all the pandemic stuff. You guys are doing another live show. Yes, yes, we're doing another live show. That's why we're we're trying to come on some podcasts, make some friends. Uh, so we do a podcast called the Chuck and Brad Podcast out of Rhode Island, and it's kind of a comedy and pop culture podcast. You know, Brad and I do a lot of uh, creative things. I'm a filmmaker. Brad's an improv performer. Sure am. I'm in a band. Brad is an improv performer. I, 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 I'm a writer. Brad does improv. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I do a lot of different things. Um, I do one thing, but I do it really well. Yeah. And every week we kind of talk about... We talk about you know Marvel movies or Fast and Furious or you know Stranger Things or whatever pop culture things you want to talk about, but kind of from hopefully from the point of view of people who are kind of on the ground level doing these things, filmmaking, comedy stuff like that. So that's our podcast, and once in a while we do live shows. We always try to do like an alternative, strange live show, and we want to celebrate pop culture, bring comedy to it. So we do this bit called Bradley Drawn. Here's, and, here's uh, the thing. <laughs> I was going to ask you about this. I'm glad you I, go right I am, yeah. I am not good at drawing. So when I when I draw a person, you're like, yeah, I guess that's a person. It's, but we, it's weird. Like, was it, it drawn by a four-year-old? And you're like, speaking of Stranger Things, you do one thing. So like, yes, if there's yeah. like a cartoonist, like a you know a Disney or like Warner Brothers cartoonist in the real world, yeah. Brad's like the Stranger Things upside, upside down, down cartoonist <laughs> of it, <laughs> where it's like. You know, like it looks like the devil like jizzed out this drawing, basically. <laughs> Correct. But uh, it, it's terrible, and it's my it's... preferred medium. <laughs> there you go. Devil jizz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say it's and uh, never worked enough. And uh, <laughs> it's real. You got to do it quick. It dries, but um, <laughs> it burns. But uh, <laughs> so, so. harvesting it though. Oh, jeez. Oh yeah. yeah, that's the other thing he does. <laughs> So you have two talents. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a terrible artist. It's yes. disgusting and hilarious. And so what we do is we take like a classic, a famous movie, right. and we do a live show. We'll headline a comedy club, right? and we'll take all Brad's drawings. He'll redraw every scene of a movie. I'll take those drawings. From memory, or are you... Uh, we not, watch the movie. We watch we, it. We watch we it and, and, and talk about like, all right, what scenes do we need to draw? What and, are the, yeah. and then I'm not allowed to use references right. yeah. after yeah. that, right. which, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I look at all his drawings, and I write a new narration of the movie based on what they appeared like to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very nice. Yep. And then at the comedy club, he has to read my narration of the whole movie. We do the whole movie live. Yep. We've done Avengers, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, Spider-Man. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and uh, right now we're doing a new show mm-hmm. because the Suicide Squad's coming out. We want to celebrate it. We're doing Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. We're doing The Dark Knight, Bradley drawn, Brad drawing every key scene with the old Joker, and uh, we're doing it live Sunday, August 15th at the Comedy Connection in East Providence, Rhode Island, uh, with some of our favorite stand-up comedians on the show, Ray Harrington, great comedian, Katie Arroyo, and John Tilson. And it's going to be super fun. We've done these a bunch of times there. That's yeah. kind of our home club. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're always super raucous and super fun. I'll say this about The Dark Knight. Drawing the Tumblr, the Batmobile, from memory, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. drawing it while, while looking at it would be and that motorcycle. a challenge yeah. for me. Drawing it from memory, it's, it's impossible. And yeah. so are the, draw- the drawings get projected. Yeah, yeah there's so a big, we'll there's a big projector. This. So on stage, they have a big projector, a big screen, I should yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And Brad and I stand on either side of the screen. And we go through it, and uh, he kind of has to read my uh, my narrations. And which, I basically yeah. stay on stage. You know that in the Boss Tones, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, there's yeah. one guy who just dances? Yeah, yeah. That's it. I, I just <laughs> laugh. Yeah. I just yeah. laugh on stage at my own jokes. Like the 80-year-old the guy in Arrested Development back in the 90s? Yeah. Just, so now, what does this guy yeah. do? Do you get to see his jokes before you're no. on stage? No. I, no. He, he hands me the script on stage, and it's the first time I've seen it. You're so, going. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, boy, one of them, it was... 
the theme was the, the the through line was that I was a murderer. I had murdered my second grade teacher or something or guidance counselor. So, yeah, it, that was it, the Avengers. It's funny because like I, I you know I'm willing to <laughs> that was the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, it'll be like this, like. You know, in the Avengers, if you remember, the the antagonist is Loki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Brad will be like, he'll say something like, uh, you know, uh, Loki, Loki is doing this, and he'll explain the scene. Then he'll say, you know, I get it. It's hard to be a little brother. Right. Like sometimes people don't pay attention to you. And so he'll kind of align himself and see the movie from Loki's right. point of view, and right. that'll be part of the joke of the whole thing. So it's a lot of jokes about the actual drawings, right. but there's also a lot of jokes about Brad. I think, yeah, in, in How <laughs> the Grinch Stole Christmas, I was okay with uh, the Grinch abusing his dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then I was like, what's the big deal? And I'm reading this, and the audience knows I'm not comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, That's it, a big part of it. It works. That's a big part. We were reading the, one of the last ones to kind of get a feel. We're like, yeah. what should we think about... And uh, I forgot that I write like an intro for him too. <laughs> so he reads this paper that I hand him that he's forced to read. And he's like, hey guys, my name is Brad Rohr. I know what you're thinking. Did Brad Pitt just jizz out a clone of himself? <laughs> nope, it's just me, Brad Rohr. And it's like all this stuff at the yeah. beginning. It was it was fun. But yeah, the show is so fun. August 15th, Sunday at the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. You can go to truckandbradpodcast.com for tickets and info. But uh, if you like pop culture and movies and and you want to give like an alternative show a chance that's what we're trying to do we're trying to do something like different almost like taking part in the world of pop culture but bringing our own creativity and comedy to it well i'm really looking forward to it the uh the not having had a chance to go to one obviously Mm -hmm. with all the the pandemic stuff yeah um but listening to you I've been getting really excited. the The last episode that you guys released, yes, really actually heightened the excitement for me <laughs> because you actually did that same sort of thing, yeah, forcing Brad to read something that yeah. you wrote, yeah. Well, Ray did it with me, yes, yeah, yeah. See, we did a it was a pop culture mashup, so we each came up with the uh, an idea that would mash up different intellectual properties, different yeah. uh, aspects of pop culture, because, and then, because of Space Jam Two, Space right. Jam Two came out, Space Jam: A New Legacy, right. and they really just took all Warner Brothers stuff and just yeah. threw it in a blender. And so we said, well, first of all, we kind of gave our opinions on that, <laughs> but then we were like, well, what if we could do our own pop culture mashups? What would yeah. you bring to the table? And uh, our Not buddy LeBron, <laughs> <laughs> our buddy Ray Harrington, who's a great comic in the area, who's on the show. He came in with one, and it took place in my own imagination was, about the stuff that I like. It was amazing. And I had to read the script for the first time ever on the podcast. I, I never saw it before, and it's very insulting. But well, it was really an point. actual script, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, like you yeah. it, was, it was amazing. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And only made me more excited. The, uh, what was it? I totally lost my thread. <laughs> um, well, while you're thinking, I'll, I'll paint the picture. Yeah, so, please. Yeah. In, in between uh, the the jizz and the murder talk, I was say the, the um, I love how his volume just went down. I know you went from the, an eight uh, to a two for the, jizz. The, the, the adjacent table at the Panera Bread rat with the kids watching Peppa Pig on their tablets are very intrigued by what's going on over here. I believe it's Caillou, but same day. same thing. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's, it's, so a, let... it's a Peppa Pig Caillou IP mashup. <laughs> there you go. Again, Chuck Sagan. Yeah. Cock and overalls, pretty. Yeah. yeah. So we we did we did fail to set the context. I figured you guys are in Rhode Island. Yes. Um, we're kind of you know Worcester adjacent or sure. Worcester in Central Mass. And so you know I I literally looked at a map and tried to find some place that I was pretty sure we would be able to sit. Yeah, yeah. And so we're sitting on the sidewalk outside of Panera in a strip mall in yes. Franklin, Massachusetts. This is perfect. This is, I love doing stuff oh, like yeah. this. Yeah. We do we do uh, podcast interviews like this all the time, especially with like touring comics. We'll be like, there's a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> around the corner. We did one at a Dunkin' Donuts with uh, J.T. Habersat, who is yeah. a comic, really nice guy. And we didn't realize that the, there was no place to sit. It was just standing with like an elbow thing. Yeah. And we all had to face a wall, the, the, like with our microphone stands while kind of talking oh, like to each other. Yeah. Like a drink rail kind of. Yeah. It also, it, like uh, in terms of Panera and our podcast history, we interviewed Chris Demakes from Less Than Jake, kind of yeah, our, our yeah, first, yeah, yeah. yeah our, our first big national interview. And so we interviewed him uh, on, a, on a stop for uh, Skago Solo. Yeah. And Chuck my, and I. My band was opening for him the next yeah. couple days. And so, and then so Chuck and I went to a Panera so he could edit it like uh, do the audio processing and, and upload it and yes and right. push it and everything but while we were at that Panera uh, there was a, a middle-aged man uh, it was- he, he had two puppets and by he, himself by himself at a t- not like performing for anyone 
how and they're intrigued. And well, yeah, uh, we were yeah. super intrigued. And the hand puppets were talking to each other, where it was like, "You're fired. You can't work at the hospital anymore." And this guy's wearing scrubs, and it's like, oh, "You can't keep your beer in the specimen fridge." And he kept talking about like a Heineken in the specimen fridge, and you're fired. And I'm like, "This guy got fired." For having a beer <laughs> at the hospital, and his psychiatrist take the mic and just right. His yeah. psychiatrist is yeah. like, "This is how you process your emotions through puppets." And I'm like, "This is so weird." And so eventually, like people are staring, of course, and and somebody from Panera went up to him and they were like, "Excuse me, sir, you're going to have to leave." And I'm like, "He's not bothering anyone." But like, let him go. You know what? That that was my sheepishness level. Sheepishness yeah. level. Was the, at that, yeah. you know? Oh. Yeah, you get, yeah. I keep saying we need puppets. That's yeah. totally your people. <laughs> it is my yeah. people. It was, uh, it was, it was something dream. else. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you guys saw. I know Chuck, you were down at the stash. DJ made a Muppet for Kevin. Oh, a Silent Bob Muppet. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, I did opening. see it there. Yeah, yeah DJ that's amazing. literally made it. So how did yeah. you make that? Uh, foam and felt and a ton of sewing and a bunch of. Wait till he mentions his puppet group. Right, he's he's a member of. Uh, I'm sure it's on Facebook. Yeah, but literally a group of. Puppet people, people and one yeah. for stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. puppet I was people. gonna say puppet, puppet people. people. That's puppet frightening. People. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who make puppets? Guys with the best fridge. So do you like basically like draw out the shapes individually and then kind yeah, of whole thing them was out? pattern, cut out of foam, glued yeah, together, cool. sewn up. You have like to get proper Muppet, you know, that's fabric fun. and stuff. What uh, what what took you to the world of of Muppeting? Uh, we were all locked in our house for sixteen months. Oh, and yeah. had nothing else to do. So uh, I can make a goddamn Muppet. All right. Yeah, I hear you. Now, <laughs> to be fair, take a step back. You do have Gonzo in the closet. I do. Have, I do have a, the, an actual like Henson quality really? yeah. Gonzo like photo replica wow. limited edition. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like I like the Muppets quite a that, bit. Uh, yeah. Too much actually. One of our early episodes was our wives uh, participating, and we we normally do this top three type thing. And, and your wife a, isn't the Gonzo Muppet, right? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, he wishes. But he I has. Wish. No, no, I won't say. Yeah. That. Things would be so much easier. <laughs> I have proposed. He has made one customization to the Gonzo. Yes, one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peppa Pig, for God's sake. Yeah, so, Come on, I said customization. customization. That's, 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 that could be anything. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say. A ring finger. In, in, right, we, the Fan Man podcast, you know, kind of DJ started us, started and roped us into it. We talk about pop culture and stuff and more about just being a fan of anything. Pop right. culture is an obvious thing. Yeah. But, but I like how when I listen to you guys, you really do bring, like, a lot more creativity. We just kind of bitch at each other and abuse each other. Pretty and the much. creativity you bring into there with your comedic stylings and improv skills or your, you know, your musician and filmmaking stuff really does it it's exciting to listen to and snort inducing. Thank you. Um, oh, well, thank you. I I mean, we do, you know, we do sometimes just say like, "Oh, let's just talk about you know, like Space Jam 2 is a good example of like, you know, for a while we did just talk about the concept of pop culture mashups yeah. and can a movie just be that and be like, there's gremlins in the crowd. You're going to see this thing, <laughs> yeah. which is weird. Yeah. We do just talk about that sometimes, but I do love the idea of kind of making a bigger deal out of uh, some kind of fandom. Like we actually talked about this a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'd really love to kind of brand some ideas like so we call the thing that we came up with for space chain we call we call that segment pitch doctors right. yeah whenever we come up with like okay well what would you do in this scenario what would you write right. we call it pitch doctor so we did like that it. for this yep. and we did it for uh the new mortal kombat thing we had to each come <laughs> with, awesome. come in okay. with Bad. what was our pitch for mortal kombat what were yeah. our characters for mortal kombat i think we had one more too uh i, I don't know that we called godzilla versus kong i think oh it was yeah that, godzilla was, versus kong. that was a great thank you set yeah, of ridiculousness yeah. God, godzilla versus kong same thing we were like okay well people really criticized the new one because they were like we didn't they didn't like the people stuff Everyone goes to these movies to see the monster, monster fights, and no one cares about the people stuff. How can you write a story that's interesting? So that was our pitch doctors for that episode. And my whole thing was based around, essentially, Tim from Jurassic Park trying to get them to Jurassic Park. And you think that he's just trying to trap them? No, no. He's trying to make zombie zoo. And so he's trying to bury them with the dirt from the pet cemetery to bring them back to life. So it's a lot of, you know, I made my own my own uh, idea. Yeah. But we have those kind of different different ideas that kind of do bring the creativity in a little bit more where we take in, uh, you know, we take these these concepts that exist in pop culture and say, how can we put our own spin on it? Which we do uh, sometimes. We do it as much as we can because it's, it's tough. We also do a franchise flashback episodes yeah. where we'll go through the entire series of something. Like, we'll watch, like, literally, like, you know, 
10 Friday the 13th movies oh. and we'll sit down with someone who's never seen any of them and we'll tell it all as one big story yeah. because then the plot inconsistencies and the problems oh, yeah, that sounds, really shine. I think I've realized one of the reasons that I look up to you guys and your approach is because there's so much work behind it yeah. and we're lazy as shit. <laughs> so are we. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, I know. It's it's funny. We had the snack thing. Oh, the, oh well, Yes. Yeah, I so, want to be part of this. I want to yeah, be part of yeah. lazy but creative. Yeah, yeah. See, so, we're missing both of those elements. <laughs> so I'm kind creative of as hell. I always have concept. ideas. I just have no time. Well, yeah. that's the, see this this is this has become a problem too. Like you know, I I do a lot of work with the podcast. Tell him Steve, Dave. Yeah, and uh, we talked. Me and Walt were talking like two months ago, and he was like, "I want to take June off. No podcasts, no videos, because yeah. you know I think right now I'm probably." I do. I, I have a due date for them every other week, right. and right now I probably have the next twelve projects filmed. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's twenty four weeks out for me. Um, and we try to do stuff ahead of time, especially during the pandemic, because we just didn't know when people would be able to get together. Yeah. Um, and you know, we talk about me and Walt talk about the idea of you know <clears throat> when you have to be creative all the time. There's like a different level of being tired where it's like I can't yeah. come up with another idea, yeah, like brain burn. Yeah, it, it's really yeah. tough. Like right now, I'm working on, you know, there's a guy that uh, does shows with uh, Tom Steve Dave named Frank Five. Yep, he does a host. He hosts a bunch of shows on the Patreon, and so we shot this Frank Five Day at the Stash right. um, in May, and so I'm I'm working on that now. It's coming out Tuesday, nice. and uh, I have to when we shoot this stuff. There's you know with Tom Steve Dave now that I've worked with them for like five years. Yeah, there's really no direction besides what i come up with so walt will be like we're doing this and he'll just trust me to do whatever we do right so there's like the idea of like saying like okay let's make a documentary that's like an hour long about this day what is the intro to that right. what what do you do for that how do you how do you come up with stuff like that and like that's a hard thing to do yeah. and when you're coming up with stuff all the time it gets really really tiring so like last week we did that big space jam episode in the podcast but like I was like, man, I don't know that you know we're gonna come up with something soon. But right now we're writing the Dark Knight show. I'm doing that. I'm editing another project for the other podcast I work for, Tuesdays with Stories, which is these two comics in New York that are great. Um, and so I have a lot of stuff to in my head. So I'm like, the next time we're gonna write something for the podcast, it's gonna be a few weeks out. But yeah, it gets it gets really tough. Uh, on the flip side, when you work at a job that like you know decreases your soul bit by bit, <laughs> isn't that just it, a job? Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's also a challenge to to be creative. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. Work doesn't help, especially like you no. know when we were all locked up. Like yeah, you know, especially me and you being the in the IT field, kind of for the most part, it was just. Whew. Yeah. Clobbered. Yeah. And also it's like the last time the last thing you want to do sometimes, depending on your job, is look at a screen at the end of the day. It's true. Even if even mm -hmm. if it's just to write something, it's just like holy shit. It's very tough. And sometimes like at the end of the night, if I do have to write something for the podcast, I'll take a, a piece of paper or like a pad and I'll just jot stuff down and be like, I don't want to look at a screen. I just want to yeah. kind of be able just to do this. It's different. Right? Yeah. It's easier. It's easier to get away from it. But yeah, I, I really I mean, in a perfect world, I think the podcast that I would do. Uh, would be us coming up with stuff every week like that. Right. Every yeah. week we're writing stuff. But like even Ray, you know, Ray Harrington, like yeah. I said, great com comic from the area, he came on and he wrote that 10-page script, which is which is a lot. Yeah, a lot he was like, we, we talked about it afterwards. We hung out in the courtyard at my office at like midnight. And he was like, this was so fun. He's like, I love doing this. He goes, but he's like, this was really time consuming. He's yeah. like, this yeah. probably took me like seven hours yesterday. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, I know it's it's uh it's tough. It's really fun, yeah. but it's tough. We actually came up with a new bit. I don't know if I should spoil the bit. No, I shouldn't spoil the bit. But all right. but but I'll give you a hint. New bit coming. Oh, here, here, okay, first of all, I don't know which bit like you're talking that. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Like, what am I doing next? So one of the things that we kind of figured out that really is only used by the Impractical Jokers mm -hmm. that we have loved for years is putting the prank on the performer. Yeah. Yes. Right? That's yes. one of the things oh, that yeah. they do. Yep. Yep. And so we've done that for a long time as well. Where and, and Bradley Drawn is a perfect example of that because I'm writing a script and Brad has to read it in front of an audience yeah. for the first time, right? Also I'm displaying my inability to convey what? shapes. <laughs> You're already putting yourself out there. Yeah. Right. With the yeah. He's just piling on. But that whole thing about let's make something about Brad and he has to perform it. And the joke yeah. is on Brad is a really interesting medium to play with. And we just talked about how it's kind of hard to come up with stuff. It's hard to yeah. find the time. So I said, well, what if we found a complete third party person <laughs> where you could feed them stuff, feed them ideas, feed them, 
character descriptions mm-hmm. and you could bring it back and and kind of have the prank on Brad, on me, on Ray, whoever's involved, and you don't actually have to put the time in to do it. And I don't want to say exactly how that's going to work out. Yep. I hired someone a month ago <laughs> in India. <laughs> And Lord. I'm waiting for this guy to fucking come through. <laughs> but as soon as he does, there's going to be a new script uh, about Brad and Ray and myself that we're going to read on our podcast. Oh. It's going to be a new segment that is like this, but the prank yeah. is going to be on all of us. And the work was done by somebody else. And somewhere. the work no, was done by somebody else. the first time I've heard of like the actual writing being outsourced, outsourced India. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, here that's the thing. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll, g- I'll give it away a little bit because Ray's, Ray's not going to listen to this. That's the main person I, yeah, I can't okay. hear it. If you go on Fiverr, and you can find anyone to oh, do yeah, something. Yeah, sure. yep. Audio production, yep. editing, whatever. Muppet Muppets. creation. Muppet creation. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have our own in-house, but yeah, yeah. if you needed your own. Uh, so I, let's I, say I, you're... Well, that's that's G-Day. Muppets. has nothing to do with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you search Fiverr and you find a guy who says, I'll write a 15-page screenplay that's a thriller about anything for 30 bucks. <laughs> oh, no. And you say, here are some character descriptions. Write whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, and we're going to, you know, we'll read them for the first time on a podcast. It's pretty brilliant, That's right? Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, right? And, yeah. So, and, he, and so it's this funny thing, too, where it's like, well, I'm also controlling the character descriptions. Yeah. So maybe I say Ray cheats on his wife sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can put whatever you want I mean, in there. My character description of Ray said he was a devoted yeah. husband and father. <laughs> oh, They're no, both no. in there. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be um, great. That'd be cool, so much fun. Isn't that such a funny it idea? Like, you know, maybe maybe I, it's taking that guy so long to write the script because he's like, how do I reconcile these two things? <laughs> oh, this guy's uh, this guy's killing me. He's the worst. But um, <laughs> he's he's pushed the deadline like five times. This yeah. guy, you get yeah. what you pay for. I was yeah, gonna I say it. it's thirty. Bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but there's a lot of stuff uh, that you can do with this. The the bit that you know we'll, we'll spoil it a little bit. The bit name that I came up with is strangers and fiction. It's pretty go. good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty bad, good. Like but the idea of saying. Well, the joke is on us because we're yeah. providing these character descriptions. Yes. We're going to give them to the audience at the beginning and say, here's the character descriptions we gave. Now we're going to read the script for the first time. It's so funny. It's such a great yeah. payoff. It's almost like the character description is the setup for a joke. Yep. And when mm-hmm. the guy puts a thing yeah. that feeds into that character description in the, in the, in the script, it's like a punchline. Well, I like yeah. the fact that it almost is a you can't lose because if it sucks, that's okay. That's, that's what's and funny. And if it doesn't suck, even better. Right. Yeah. right. That's what's yeah. Yeah. The guy sent me the first four pages, and I said, I can't read this. The joke yeah, is yeah, on me. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it to my girlfriend. I'm like, is this in the <laughs> no. right direction? And she read it. She's like, yeah, it's funny. She's like, Ray says something despicable. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that, isn't that yeah, already I mean, funny? Yeah. That's already funny. Yeah. And she goes, and he goes, this guy must not have read Brad's character description. It is not Brad. And I was like, and, and I, or, it was, it was yeah. very clearly you. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, I, I promise, like it's exactly yeah. what you are. Um, so we're going to see how that yeah. plays out. But it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, the worse it is, the better. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge fan of the idea. It reminds me of another thing. Maybe money is what I was missing. We actually have outsourced Maybe 30 bucks a future episode. Yeah. We actually have outsourced across international borders, mm-hmm. an episode about a year ago to a certain Canadian Jesus, mm-hmm. Mr. Stephen Griss. Oh, God, that guy. Um, yeah. But we've been too busy with other things to actually hound him. Yeah. And we have multiple so we can, things we like, have to hound him about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Didn't he get into some kind of crazy thing? Didn't he oh, have like a oh, concussion yeah. or no, something? No, he's, yeah. he's got plenty Hold of excuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. had yeah. a rough year. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not actually shitting on him. I'm he, shitting he, on us. Steve, yeah, he helps me a lot, actually. He's awesome. I uh, he helped me. Stephen and I recorded the comic book men theme song that we use for one of the Patreon shows Ooh. called "Behind the Fake." You know, yeah, behind the yeah. fake counter. Uh, Tales counter. from Behind the Fake yeah. Counter, um, about the back the background yeah. of comic book yeah. men. And when I finished telling Steve Dave videos, um, or Tuesdays with Stories videos, or Smodcast videos, whatever, I need to send them to someone for quality checks. Yeah, and just get a second set of eyes on them yeah. to see if there's anything I missed. And he's like my main person. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, good, a he's perfect. Yeah, him and Craig DePina. <laughs> Who does, who does, uh, what's, what's the podcast name? First Cup. Come on. Hang on. Oh, it's a great podcast. <laughs> I know. I actually listened to it. We were on it. Yeah, it's a great Brad. podcast. <laughs> no, we can't, we can't forget it. This is too rude. All right. Well, <laughs> you look at it. Stall, stall, I did want to go back to one thing. You, you mentioned it. One of the things yes. we did most creatively do was March Fatness, our, yes. our snack extravaganza, yes. you know, uh, a few months ago. I know. You reached out to me, and I was wanted to do it, and then I missed the deadline. The name of the name of Craig's podcast is Needless to Needless Say. Needless to Say, of course. <laughs> I know, yes. <laughs> All right. they were, That's a they good were name. Cool. He yeah. lives behind my house. 
<laughs> it's just true. He lives in the parking lot next to my house. It's crazy. He lives there's in a, a house. There's a house, long, there's a house okay. in the parking lot. Like and he lives in inside. Box, yeah, Needless to say, yeah. he lives in yes. a domicile. Yeah. Not he has yeah. a domicile. Yes. Now, Marsh Fatness was, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot so, of fun. So, and it was... It, the, it wasn't well communicated almost in any respect. So oh, people doing things, people that submitted brackets didn't know what the rules were or what how we were going to pick them. We hadn't decided yet. Yeah. But ultimately, we had a lot of fun uh, going through different four different regions of snacks, mm-hmm. cheesy, salty, sweet, and Classic. legacy classics yeah, right. retired. Mm, legacy. Yeah. But, DJ made up. Legacy yeah. was just surge. Yeah. The biggest weakness was <laughs> no drinks. DJ, <laughs> DJ, yeah, DJ came up with it. Almost all the things populating the brackets, and DJ's view of the world and his experience is not as broad as maybe it should have been. Uh, it's like a five-year-old with a credit. It was card. yeah, yeah it was literally the snacks that yeah. were sold it? in like the toy section, of, like a five-year-old with a credit uh, card. Really? Yeah, it's pretty much in. Well, isn't that good Worcester, for that? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's some, that. Well, yeah. It, some days. It certainly provided an experience. But what I was kind of thinking uh, in post-pandemic times, mm. it would be nice to kind of do this and then have kind of the last couple rounds yeah. live oh, eating yeah. the yeah. last several wow. rounds. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I immediately thought of you guys. Yeah. Not only because you do live shows, but because one of our biggest fans, possibly one of our only fans, is also a <laughs> huge fan of yours, Sherry Perrin. Yes, um, super nice. She helped Sherry's us with... Awesome. Uh, her brother helped, yeah, and Tom, he helped us yeah. with some pins for uh, yep. Ray, Ray's TV Sherry. show, Undependent. We did a oh, premiere yeah. for it, and he helped he helped with some pins. What yeah, was on those pins, cool. Chuck? It said, uh, Editor Chuck Staten's Undependent, because I was the editor, and I had a big picture of my face with the logo, and I gave them out at the premiere as that's if it was my project. That's so it was Ray's. Yeah, it was good. Well, she did win March Fatness 2020. Yeah, she picked she 2021. She I keep saying 2020, points. but no, I just she lost had, a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She had the most bracket points. So she has a. We gave her some kind of involvement in helping to choose or judge the next one. Nice. But, but we'll we'll involve you guys in planning the brackets and populating, and Absolutely. then hopefully executing and eating. Yeah, they make me want to do more live stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should. So what led you guys to do the first live show? I mean, you guys have yeah. done yeah. hundreds. Yeah. So. Why don't we take it back for a second? Like, how did the two of you guys hook up, decide to do the podcast? What led to the live you shows? You both did some stage time in different respects. Yes. So, yeah. so you know, summer it, stock. It was yeah. summer stock. Just a so we, we were. Uh, he was. He was Juliet. I was Romeo. <laughs> there I've been in a punk Fair. band since like 2004 called Senior Discount. A good punk band. Thank you very much. And we've we played for many years. And like our, you know, we still we still play. I mean, the pandemic has kind of you know messed with our schedule yeah. a lot. But what we did was early on. Around 2004, we got this big opportunity to play this venue called Lupo's Heartbreak Hotel in Rhode Island. And actually, to be honest, you know what? It's, I shouldn't even say that. Lupo's Heartbreak Hotel is where I went when I was in high school. And then they sold the name to another club called The Strand. It was a bigger club, but that's where we yeah, were. We the got, Strand. Yeah, The Strand. That's where it was. And we got this opportunity to open for a band called Monty's Fan Club. Uh, eventually turned into Monty R.I., and then eventually they broke up. And now the lead singer is the bassist for 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, wow. Yeah, Steve Aiello, good friend. And uh, they gave us this opportunity to play this big show, and we had to sell these tickets. And at the same time, we were kind of taking our band seriously for the first time in 2004. And we said, what could our thing be? Because there's so many bands. Everyone seems, you know, like Real Big Fish would say, it's like, there's so many bands, we all look the same. Right. Mm-hmm. We said, well, what if we do comedy videos? Right. And so we started doing comedy videos to promote our shows and releases. Mm-hmm. And at first, some of them were like prank videos, like, one Halloween, we stole 300 pumpkins from pulp, pumpkin patches. We filled up our guitarist room with pumpkins. So he came home and there's all pumpkins. Then on Thanksgiving, we put a live turkey in his room and brushed his teeth with the, with the toothbrush. Oh, and, uh, and uh, you know, we just did... At first, it was like pranks and stuff. And eventually, we did scripted, we did scripted videos that had like storylines. Um, and around that time... Our bassist at the time, Alan Souza, was doing improv with Brad. Yes, and I went to one of the shows, and I was like, "Oh, this guy Brad is so funny. He's 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 like a walking Q-tip. His face doesn't <laughs> yeah, change. It doesn't." And uh, I was like, "You know, we're this crazy punk band, and we had this uh, this reputation for not only doing these videos that are pretty wild. Like, I got arrested for giving myself an enema in front of a high school for one of our videos. <laughs> we did all these pranks, and like." We were playing these shows and if we're like th- playing these like thrashy songs and calling people on stage and destroying things. We have this reputation of being crazy. It's like, it'd be so funny to bring Brad into our videos as an antagonist. Yeah. He's the yeah. and, and we kind of came up with together the Rhode Island League of Decency, <laughs> completely <laughs> and, fictional. And so Brad yeah. was the head of the Rhode Island League of Decency. I was going to say 
Brad's not an antagonistic yeah, figure. Well, his idea was like basically like the right to censor in yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the right to censor? Yeah, exactly. That's what it was like. And he actually went to our shows and, and protested our shows. It and was, passed out it was flyers for the Rhode Island like Lincoln Black Slacks, white dress shirt. Terrible, terrible Amazing. experience. It was uh, they so they were opening good. for terrible experience. For, they were opening for the band ah. Leftover Crack. Leftover Crack. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They're like heroin users. They're squatters. They're like. They're like we want to kill cops. We want to like burn down churches. Oh like they're like fucked up. Great band, yeah. good, and, good, good rhythm good melody. Release him into that. Crowd. And so Brad, we're like Brad, come protest the show. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Rhode Island, stop punk rock. Get it out of Rhode Island. And it, oh, it was not comfortable. So a, a guy took the flyer and ate it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing this, you know, performance art, I guess. <laughs> but we're doing these like comedy videos together, and eventually, with Brad, these videos became like multi-storyline, like twenty-five minute sitcom episodes, and it was essentially a fictionalized version of the band, right? Almost like the Monkees, but for mixed with like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did a, sh- you know, one time we had this headlining show at Club Hell in Providence, and the the storyline was we need a letter from a fire marshal to play because we set the club on fire last time. That's the storyline. And Brad, who hated us, was a fire marshal. And his storyline was that his... The, so he was part of Rylod, Rhode Island League of Decency. But Uslod, the United States League of Decency, said, "Not you don't have to disband senior discount. You have to change them into being a decent band. And they have to go in front of the board at the end of the video and prove that they're decent. So we had to work together the whole time, and the whole video is about him trying to teach us how to be decent, and it's us trying to get him to loosen up. And so we do these videos to promote the show, and the whole time in the video, it's all comedy, but we're mentioning the show. It's about the show. Mm -hmm. So this became part of our thing. And as time went on, the videos were harder and harder to produce because, you know, as you see with even this, the, the gear I brought oh. today and the stuff that's in my car, yeah. Yeah. it's like, you know, you have all this. And that, by the way, I'm getting paid for all the yeah. stuff I do now. We weren't getting paid yeah. for the stuff we were Your doing with Senior problem is that you care about production value. Yeah. And it's a spiraling thing. The fact <laughs> that you've really managed is. to sustain yourself by actually being employed has been an inspiration for me because I've been able to listen to it. But I know as yes. a guy who's done video stuff back when you had to do it online yeah. and then you do it offline with shitty, so it's so tough. so much respect and understanding and, yeah. of what you mean. It's hard to yeah, do this. That sounds crap. exhausting. It it's is. That's coming from a guy. DJ with always jobs. wants to do I have video three jobs. I'm exhausted yeah. listening to all the work you do. And yeah, it, yeah. We always talk about doing video for the podcast, but it's I'm an, I'm a uh, what's what's the you know Debbie Downer? Do right. I I, I say yeah. no it because plan. it's. We so we talk hard. about it too because yeah. we've gotten a ton more listeners. It's funny we've so we are, we've had a podcast for like. 11 years? You yeah. just did episode, was it 530? 530. Yeah. Amazing. Not yeah. and. Yeah. 530. And the right? thing is, we've right. never once looked at our numbers ever. We don't know how many people listen. Yep. We don't yes. know. I've got to be honest. I don't know how to look at it. Which numbers. I love. I've never wanted to know. <laughs> See, now I love that because <laughs> yeah. I get reports from these two. Uh, no, no, reports. Just today. But we have inaccurate reports because we don't actually have our crap together enough to actually have aggregate numbers. Uh, this, this is the problem. I think a big problem is like I could go on my server and I yeah. could say how many people downloaded our episode, yeah. but I don't know if that counts streaming through iTunes right. all these different things so right. I've Where never it gets even looked cached exactly. and released yeah. yeah so I never look but we get a ton of write-in emails now right. to the point where sometimes yeah. we're like we have to do a whole episode of just yeah. write-in emails mail because sack. we get so many yeah. since we did yeah the mail sack episode yep. <laughs> giant truck break oh. on giant truck <laughs> giant truck break I hope it no, parks no, no we, we can go we can go Gotta they can hear us for no. the art <laughs> Hey, John, how's it going? By the way, so we're at a Panera at the airport. Yes. and uh, <laughs> On the runway. Yes. Yeah, the run- no, we, uh, but, you know, so we've never looked at numbers, but ever since I did the Tell Him Steve Dave, oh, yeah. uh, the TESD history episodes last summer, and worked with Tell Him Steve Dave, and worked yeah. with Tuesdays with Stories and all this stuff, we get so much people writing in saying, I've, I listen to you now because Tell Him Steve Dave, whatever. And so I think we do have a listener base now. Right. But we we don't and people. Well, I was gonna say people say like like a girl messaged me the other day yeah, and well, she said, um, "I can't find your podcast." And I was like, "Oh, that's really weird because I think we're on everything." Yeah. And she's like, "No, I looked. I can't find you guys on YouTube." And I was like, "Oh yeah." Uh, and I was like, "No, we don't film it." She's like, "Oh, so you know, we've talked about the idea of filming our podcast, right. and we did it for a couple of weeks during the pandemic." But essentially, we, we would did it for months <clears throat> during the pandemic, yeah. 
thanks yeah, to Zoom. Zoom. I actually, and it was a lot of work. So, so just taking the Zoom meetings. So Zoom is Zoom. Yeah. Zoom is not that bad. I think yeah. it's. I think that's pretty good in terms yeah. of like uh, production time. Yeah. We were filming it with cameras. Oh yeah. We were filming two cameras with me and Brad, and Ray was on, and he was actually filming it with a real camera where he was. So it was you appearing like a Zoom. Yeah. But it was actually real cameras, so the quality was really Much high. Much better. Yeah. Quality. So. But we were sending it out to a guy named Adam Nishma, who's a yeah, great guy, Adam, Netherlands. Another common listener, I believe. And Adam. he was he was editing it for us wow. between oh, Tuesday nice. night and Thursday morning. Wow. And then and we had another guy named Kyle uh, Balagaran, who's a great guy, who's local. And every week they would switch off and they would do it. But I'd say it would probably add eleven hours to our yeah. commitment yeah, every, week every week to, to week. do that. Yeah. yeah, we got lazy, so now like like I stopped doing it. I need to pick back up after like, I think like episode like 59 is the last one on there but yeah, it's just yeah. a splash screen with the audio as like a YouTube video yeah that's I, what I we did, did a couple of them where I did the After Effects waveform just yeah so there was me too but Shit show. again a lot of work yeah it, it is it, ta it takes some time but uh, yeah I was gonna say so what happened was we started doing these these videos together we became friends we yeah. started writing yeah. together and Brad had like a blog that he would write it's still there and I would have a blog that I'd write and it would be just be like I beat all the punch out games this week. I yeah. beat all the, you know, I beat, I beat Yoshi Safari. You were like, Verizon gave the worst customer service in history. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and, uh, it's like reading at, your at, Facebook. At, yeah. And then the next day, it was like, Best Buy gave the worst customer service. <laughs> I hate these motherfuckers. And, and then, so what happened was, we kind of kicked around the idea of like, should we do a podcast? It'd be, and it was, the idea was basically like, I'm in this band, you're in an improv group. If you're in a band that's regional, yeah. You don't want to play all the time because you kill the right. draw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you're in an independent band that's regional, you can't really afford to just tour all the time. So I'm like, how do we keep people interested without playing all the time? And I was like, well, if we release a weekly podcast, we can talk about we're writing this, we're working on this, we have a show in this time, we can have other bands on. Brad can say, I have an improv show coming up, we're doing this. So we kind of started it with that idea in mind. And with you know, and we'll fill in the rest with talking about movies we like yeah. and music yeah. we like mm -hmm. and comedy we like. And it kind of started there, and uh, you know, it, it stayed in that realm, and it's cool now because one of the things we're doing—I don't know if I should reveal this, but I'm revealing it—we're going back through all our old episodes and yeah. taking out anything that we, we could cancel for. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we oh, talked yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, yes. it's tough. <laughs> and uh, so be that bad? I don't think. No. You know, it's Fair funny. See, it's it's weird because now I'm playing it safe. Like, yeah. In uh, in oh, no, Freddy versus Jason. Yep. Kelly Rowland uses uh, a homophobic slur. Ah. And it's really, and, and the directors and the director and writer say that was not in the script, she improvised that. Oh. So we did a podcast about this, about, about about Jason in general, and we mentioned this, and I'm like, I'm gonna take that part out. Yeah. I just don't right. want anyone Why to risk, be able yeah. to cut yeah, this out and have yeah. it. Yeah. So we're going back through, I don't think we have anything, we definitely don't have anything that's truly hateful, but yeah. we do have stuff that could be taken out of context, and people, yeah. if someone wants to bring you down, they can do it. Yeah, I think, we've, we've talked some, right? We've yeah. avoided... We've avoided entire topics because I'm, yeah. I'm too scared and, and yeah, Chris right. likes to give me shit for it. Yeah, but last night we were on a podcast and they're like, what do you think about this whole like transgender thing in the Olympics? Should, you know, should these nope, people... Not, and I was like, not, I'm going to nope, stay suspiciously yep. quiet. <laughs> hey, yeah, do you hear no. they killed He-Man? It's like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Right back to that. Yeah. yeah so so um, anyway, so the podcast kind of grew and grew yep. in terms of like content. I'm just talking about content. Yeah. And we were like... We don't want to care about numbers. And one of the reasons we don't want to care about numbers is because you don't want to be discouraged from doing a weird thing. Because we do weird <laughs> stuff in the podcast all the time. Yeah. And we don't want to see a 30% drop when we do that and not want to do it anymore. Or right. see a 30% increase on something and then be like, all right, we're going to sell out to, right. to those Right, and we got to keep doing that. that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So uh, that, I love kinda, it. that, yeah. was, that became the, the catalyst. And then eventually we were like, let's do a live show. And for some reason, we couldn't just do a live podcast. Yeah. So it was just, <laughs> which is what I was begging for. So you I'm guys like, don't release the live shows on your podcast stream, do you? Uh, we don't because they're so visual, right? And it's tough. I mean, what we've done is every live show we've done has not just been a podcast. It's been like we're gonna do this insane prank on stage. Like we did, I did this prank to Brad a couple years ago. By the way, another this is another great prank if anyone wants to steal this idea. Everything is too Brad. Yeah. I'll also point out that this prank, I was like, hey, can we never talk about this? And you bring it up on every podcast. <laughs> I bring up the Christmas postcards prank. Okay. Is that the one you're talking about? Yep. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so basically I took, a, we had a picture of Brad holding up a Christmas cookie. Yeah, from, yeah, from a video from we a filmed video. to promote a senior discount thing. And I yeah. made, a hundred postcards, Christmas cards that said Merry Christmas from Brad. Yeah. And I sent them to random people across the country with all different messages on them that would kind of make you upset or <laughs> confused. confused was, was what you were going like for. Like one of them would be like, 
I can't believe I finally found your address. The cat is coming tomorrow. Don't forget to give it medicine three times a day, all this stuff like that. So people would be like, what? And we just included an email address. So at the live show, we would, you know, be like, all right, we'll premiere this, we'll premiere this prank. We'll read all the ones that were the funniest. Oh, no. We'll read all the responses. And so that was kind of our like, oh, let's do a, a live podcast. Right. We'd always come up with these big ideas. Yeah. And now they've kind of graduated to just comedy shows yeah. where we come up with a headlining bit like The Dark Knight Bradley right. Drawn. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then um you know, we'll, we'll open the show with like a 15 minute bit. We come up with different ideas and then, uh, you know, it's stand up and then this. So we don't really do live podcasts that yeah. could be recorded. Yeah. I would do one. I would totally do one. The problem is like, I guess I feel like I like marketing an idea. Yeah. So if we're like, come see Chuck and Brad podcast live episode 538, right. it's hard to market that. Right. Yeah. And it could only, it basically it's like, could we sustain that? Would enough people come? And that's the weird thing where we're almost like stepping outside of that and saying, well, it's this specific thing. I, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot you of know? strength in that differentiation because, like, I've gone, I, I've seen Tell Him Steve Dave and yeah. Kevin's podcast and stuff multiple times, but it really is kind of anticlimactic. Like, it's awesome to see them, right? But it still is the same exact experience, other than you sitting there and yeah. watching. Usually, as you know, as when you listen to it, right? Yeah. Whereas, Unless the, you had like multiple shows at the same night, audience interaction. Oh, stuff I mean, like that. the the Smod Castle stuff was a good yeah. example. It's totally enjoyable, but yeah. the differentiation of right. I'm interested in going to see the show because I've heard aspects of it, but I know it's a different experience, right? Yeah. And you've yeah. given flavors of what you guys bring to that or what Ray does. or everything. Yeah, our voice. But I don't anticipate I'm sitting there listening to you guys talk the same way I yeah. listen to you normally. Yeah, it's, it's also, it's different with Kevin because what you're, what you're going to experience is his presence and his yeah. warmth and his uh, the way that he can interact with people. And some Obviously specific of, relationships and stories. Exactly. And, yeah. You interact with him a little bit, a lot of yeah. photo ops, different things like that. So you're getting this entire experience of being a part of Smodcast or right. being a part of this. And that offers a different experience than just the listening. But because we're just, you know, lowly, lowly peon, <laughs> yeah, we're not it's Ke- like no one cares that much. Yeah. So well, we yeah. got to do an actual thing. You know, Ke- Kevin Smith can go and be like, I'm going to talk for an hour and a half and a lot of people will love it. Yeah. Chuck and Brad can't do that. Yeah. But even there, I mean, Kevin, any anybody that does it live as often as he does, you can fall into that rut where you know which stories play well oh, enough yeah. Yeah. to that live crowd. So your inclination is going to be to go back to that story sure. each yeah. time. You start sure, getting sure. into the same rut where you guys are bringing a different spin on every one of these live shows. I, I, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a scripted bit that you guys have worked out. Exactly. That's, so that, that's, what, that's, that's what works for us. And I yeah. think it's because we're so not famous at all right um it's like we have to focus more on just like making a new weird thing no but it Um, makes it it makes it interesting and fresh it's yeah i think so too different experience every time you go see you guys yeah Yeah, appreciate that the the improv stuff that you bring to it brad plus the energy and strangely toxic positivity (laughs) that you bring to it chuck the the way you know that bounce is there throughout even when you're not telling a story or creating a script or whatever and that kind of energy is just, it's great. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, we, we, we really hope that we can do a show. You know, the, the shows that I love, Tell Them Steve, Dave, Two Six with Stories, yeah. Smodcast, all that stuff, are the shows where people are like, oh, just I love the bounce between these people. I love the feeling they give me. I feel like I'm listening to my friends and joking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really what we've wanted to tr- yeah. create on the podcast. And like the writing stuff and all that stuff, that's the bonus stuff. Like at the end of the year, if you chopped it all up and you're like, what percentage was that? You might get 25% of the written stuff right. and 75% of, over the course of the year of right. the just us telling each other stories or talking about what we like or whatever and joking. But uh yeah, and, and it's I think with the live shows, I want that to be like a hundred percent bits and stuff we came up with. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was saying like, how great would it be if you're at a li- to do a live show and have someone who's like easily embarrassed with an earbud in, and he's in front of people, and you're like feeding him ideas for like yeah. adult theme charades or Pictionary or something oh, like that. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know what the hell is coming. There's, there's a million. There's a Are million. You trying to meltdown. Meet the Brad, yeah. see, there's, just, a, there's a problem here. Brad has the combination of improv skills. I just want to see you. I want to fear. Exactly. I just want to see what shade. Of, I want to see like what shade of red 
we can turn oh, you, well, like no, have all, you can, there's an entire spectrum we'll have like the there. bear book yeah. from home depot and everyone can place their bets <laughs> yes Every, everyone can learn improv just so you know i think that there, i've always been an improv yeah. fan since before dj was born there there is this this like i was saying there is this world of like the inverted prank idea where the prank is on the performer yeah. that i can't believe more people haven't jumped on yet we've been yeah. doing it for a long time practical jokers obviously have made yeah millions off of doing that right. and uh I really do think it could be done with anyone. I mean, even, yeah. you know, we did at Rhode Island Comic-Con, we moderate a bunch of panels at yeah. Comic-Con, right? And mm -hmm. they said to us, hey, we'd love to do, like, the panels are fine, but we'd love to do stuff that's a little different. Because if we have the same people every year, yeah. you're getting the same questions, it's kind of the same thing. Right. And so Brad was going to host a, re a retirement party for Big Bird, remember that? I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. It was, it, was, it was Carol Spinney's final Comic-Con yep. appearance. Oh, no. And I'm like, one, yeah. I, first yeah. of all, they initially asked Chuck to do it, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> After a flurry of emails between Chuck and the yep. organizers, now it's Brad's responsibility. I didn't want to host a big. I didn't, How I'm much like, of your life is just a prank yeah. on Brad? <laughs> if, you know what's it's funny too? A lot of it. Want to hear what Comic Con organizers don't like as a joke? When you email them and you're like, they're like, like, hey, you gotta you gotta moderate for Jaleel White, and you're like, you didn't hear he got canceled last week. And they're like, oh, my God. And I'm like, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They don't like that joke oh, at no. all. <laughs> Certain shows, the guys have no... All right, so bring me back to yeah. Carol Spinney's oh, yeah, yeah. So, Big Bird so Retirement. They were like, can you do anything different? And, you know, we're thinking of ideas. Pie in the face for uh, Betty White. I don't know yeah. <laughs> what we could do. But we're like... We were throwing... Yeah. No, we weren't throwing that. We were throwing, <laughs> we were throwing ridiculous ideas, like... Just something to be different. I'm like, yeah. this man is a national treasure. <laughs> anyway, How can we treat him with any kind yeah. of disrespect? So, so we had Brian O'Halloran, who plays yeah. Dante and Claire. Yeah, absolutely. And we said, we do this bit called Bradley Drawn. So what if we did it live, but Brian was on stage right. and he played Dante. Right. And they said, okay, we reached out to his people. And I, I was already friends with O'Halloran. Yeah. I already knew him a little bit. Uh, enough. And they're like, he, you know, his people are going to give him the scripts because we wrote this whole script. Yeah. And it got to be the day of the show. Mm -hmm. So we had gone to the, we wrote the whole thing. Brad drew everything. Yeah. We wrote two scripts, one without him, one with him. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so we're at the day of the show. We still hadn't heard back. And I go up to O'Halloran and I'm like, hey man, he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And I'm like, I'm like, listen, are you down to do this thing today? He's like, yeah. And I hand him the script. I'm like, you want to check? He goes, I'll do it. Whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. And so we did that with him playing O'Hall playing Dante yeah. live in this clerk's Bradley drawn thing. And he was awesome. And I was like, here's how to play this. I was like, Play it like this is a pain in your ass, and we're idiots, yeah. and 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 you're yeah. over it, and that's yeah. that's it, and that's all yeah. the, all the direction you need, yeah. and here's great. the script, and he just did. It. So you were at that one, yeah, yeah. yeah. and because yeah. I was at the table next to you. That's guys. right, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was great, right? Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Was, he was killer, and so I think that that is basically the prank on the performance yeah. thing. I mean, it's funny because we still get by, to. By take the way, the, doing that meant we did not have to do the retirement party. For Carol uh, Spin. Yeah, okay. So it's like, oh, sorry, we're booked. We can't. And I think that I think they, they they canceled that party. Like, we can't get Chuck and Brad to host it. Get out of here, Big Bird. So, so may respect he rest in for peace. national treasure. Yeah. Was so the, well, the yeah. thing Aww. is, so in that case, it's like you want to protect this person. You don't want to make them feel like you're making fun of them. Right. So the really the joke was on me and Brad. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. he gets to come on. And basically, mm -hmm. to me, you could take you could take Julia Roberts and yeah. do that with Pretty Woman and be like, here's the bit. You hate us. Here's yeah. your script, and then there, then there's right. other way, way more jokes written in, right. obviously. Yeah. But that's the whole bit, and the joke is on us the whole time, right. and it's so fun, and it's almost a little bit um, exciting to yeah. watch because you know these people are kind of like put into these positions where they look stupid, like but, me and Brad, obviously not, yeah, not Brian. Totally. Meta, meta Hollywood, meta yeah. media stuff is some of my favorite. Back yeah. to you know Altman's The Player, yeah. or you know, mm -hmm. and and doing it live yes. is fantastic. Yes, yeah. we're trying. So the first show we want to do at Smod Castle is the Clerks bit. Right. You know, we've only yeah. done it once. The truth is, and I feel really bad, a ton of our fans are now international and all over the country because yeah. of Tell Them Steve Dave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, mm -hmm. uh, we announced the show, the Dark Knight show. Right. Message, are you putting this online? I'll pay to see this. Will you stream this? Yeah. Just, and I'm like, oh man, I feel so bad because I don't, we filmed them just to have them. Yeah. I don't want to put them out. Because I want to say, oh, we did Avengers three years ago, and there's a new Avengers movie coming out. Let's do it again. No yeah. one's seen it in three years, right, and the only right, people that yeah. saw it were 150 people in that room. Yeah. yeah. So Plus, there's a huge pain in the ass factor, and there's more risk yeah. in putting things out. You yeah. want to give the freedom of that Of just moment. having the show. Yeah. And also, like, what if we do it in three years, and we rewrite it a little bit by 10% and make it a little bit better, and now that someone sees right. that for the first time. So we don't really want to film them. So we want the uh, the Smodcastle first one to be Clerks, which only the people in that room had seen. Yeah. And uh, that way we're hoping that the people that get exposed to it, the fans of View Askew and Tom Steve Dave and whoever, Clerks obviously, 
uh, will see us and kind of accept us, and then later we can do Jurassic Park. But here's my idea. <laughs> I want to be able to do Jurassic Park with Ming as Alan Grant. I want to be able to do, you can do any movie with any person. Yeah. You can yeah. do you could yeah. do Titanic. Yeah. But Jack Dawson is Dante Hicks and Otto Halloran. Oh, you can yeah. do that yeah. if you want. Yeah. And this kind of playing with pop culture and bringing your own ideas to it mixed with this like kind of jokes on the performer yeah. thing, it just opens up this world that's very fun and very funny. And it kind of it's weird cuz you can say uh, there's a new Fast and Furious movie, and you can just be like, "We're doing a, we're doing our own Fast and Furious movie, and it's starring uh, Dante and Randall. That's right. it. That's how we're gonna do it. And you could just do that. How about a bear? Do they yeah. have a flying car. With <laughs> <laughs> a flying yeah. car, exactly. <laughs> but but I, I think it does open up a world of like anything can happen, and it's a little bit more exciting when you know that you're gonna be playing pranks kind of as the show goes on each other. Yeah. Right. Brad's yeah. gonna hear a line that's gonna surprise him. I'm gonna hear something that's gonna surprise <laughs> me. It's a crush. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a really interesting, uh, you know, it's a really interesting dynamic of bringing that. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen on stage to it, or someone, someone on the stage doesn't know exactly what's right. going to happen. That's a weird energy to to bring to the table. Well, I love, uh, I love that you're starting back up. I'm, I'm definitely excited to be witness to to more of it, yeah. and you know, looking for for opportunities to to cross over some oh, shit. Any, anytime just, you want. Yeah. I, I, I love the idea of all the podcasts around New England and everything just working together. I told Brad last night, because we were on the Wicked Funny podcast last night, which is Brian Bowden, Katie Arroyo, and Frank Cazero, three great Rhode mm -hmm. Island comedians. Comedians, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I want it to be that someone says on Sunday, hey, are you around this week? We thought we'd talk about this. If you want to come on, I know you like this. Yeah. And that's it. And I think that that'd yeah. be fun for us all to yeah. do that. And all the shows would grow more, I think, because these people have these listeners. You're bringing in a different listeners. energy. Yeah, yeah Just exactly. bringing a different voice yeah. into the conversation yeah. changes the entire dynamic. And you expose different people. I mean, that's I think that's a big thing that I'm sure all five of us really mm -hmm. cared about when it came to the Smodcast Network yeah. when it was all those shows. I don't know if it was like mm -hmm. 25 shows. It was a ton. It was yeah, I used massive. to listen to all of them constantly. Yeah. And, and it was also I, like, you know, you miss one yes, and then it's like, well, this person's on this one this week. Yeah. Yep. And it's fun. It's fun to hear everybody kind of cross over and be together yep. and hear the different people. You're like, oh, like even right now, a great example is uh, Tuesdays with Stories is Joe List and Mark Normand, and then Robert Kelly is a comedian, great no, guy, not, Bobby yeah. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. great. And he has a show called, uh, you know what, dude? Uh, I think that's what it's called. And uh, he and Joe List from Tuesday with Stories, to me, I love their relationship. Mm -hmm. They do not have a podcast together, but whenever I see that they're going to do a show together for any reason, whether it's a Tuesdays with Stories, like, you know, side episode, or it's going to be, you know what, dude, featuring Joe List. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I can't wait. I love their, just the way that they interact together. And I, I think that that happens a lot when people podcast together from different podcasts. Well, that's definitely the seeds for. Right, I'd say I'm a larger Tell Him Steve Dave fan now than I really am of Kevin, which is almost sacrilege for me to say. Right? Yeah, shame. But, yeah, I, I, yeah, shame, shame. But but it's because of that cross pollination. Yeah. And getting exposed to different different folks, yeah. different conversations, like like Chris said, I was inspired. We we had our episode number one hundred. Right. Yes. That we I released. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. That that was one of the first times we went back. We don't have the voluminous <laughs> library that you guys have to do. There's only 100. Yeah, there's only 100. Well, yeah. 118. But um, but going back through those and realizing, you know, I think Chris specifically pointed out how much a lot of our favorite ones were when it wasn't just the three of us yeah. following our formula. Right. And, and, you know, which we enjoy doing, yes. but it's true. Just talking to other people right. and just seeing what happens is, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And it's cool, too, because someone might bring something to the table just in terms of their conversation style or whatever, and you're like, man, maybe we should incorporate that a lot. Yeah. I'd, I'd say, you know, I listen to Tuesdays with Stories. I'll bring them up again. Now I work for them and work with them. Yeah. And Mark Normand, as like he goes on podcasts all the time, his delivery system and the way that he talks and the way that he works has really changed the way that I even talk on podcasts because I think he's so entertaining and he mm. keeps it going every second and it's been inspiring and it kind of changed me from you know not necessarily being like uh like slow-witted or or, or, <laughs> or talking slowly but I I just feel like he kind of made me feel like oh you can kind of just a little snap snappy. and snap and snap yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's really interesting I think there's a rhythmic inspiration that comes out of listening to other people I definitely totally Listening to Kevin for so long has had effect on yeah. not just speaking, but also honesty and vulnerability and being right. willing exactly. to be a little oh, more yeah. 
saying embarrassing things, but mm-hmm. I think that's actually really good. Yes, uh, I completely agree. And that's happened to me a lot over the years of podcasting. Like I, I'm, like I said, we're going back and combing for combing for cancels. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, beautiful, beautiful See, turn I, of phrase. I think yeah, you should be creating the super edit. Of, this is the Chuck and Brad get canceled edit. It's only available for twenty five bucks yes. per month. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like There's the last episode that's yes. ever yes. released. Yes, yeah, yeah right. Planned to be like, the last. When we're episode. done. <laughs> <laughs> Brad was listening. To, I was going to say we go back and listen, and we're just it's it's just a slower podcast, and there's less yeah. jokes, and there's less uh, jumping into stuff, and less real specific description of what we're talking about, which becomes yeah. which became a thing with us where we're like, let's make sure that when someone listens to our podcast, we don't leave anything up to what are they talking about? Yeah, what is this we, venue? Who's this person? Yeah, I, I wish I describe stuff a lot because we're talking to each. I other, know, I know, it's tough, and it's hard to represent the I know, unanticipated I know. listener. It, it is a little awkward because Chuck always says, uh, Gina, my beautiful girlfriend. I, yeah. And so then if I'm the first one on an episode to mention Gina, I have to say, Gina, your beautiful girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just sounds weird. We actually, I know this is going to sound strange. I think it's kind of funny. We, we work with a bunch of high schools in Rhode Island mm-hmm. f- to mentor kids about uh, ah. film journalism and podcasting. And we had nice. to go do a talk to like 150 kids at one of the high schools like last year. Like seventh graders. Oh. And, yeah. and I, I, I said, here's my example sentence. And it was like, uh, you know. Gina and I went to Lupo's to go see the Copacetics. Right. I was like, that sentence sucks for someone who's listening to that Who podcast. Who are, what are all of these things? I got, and you have to say, right. uh, my girlfriend, Gina, and I went to uh, this venue we really like to go to in Providence, Lupo's. Mm-hmm. It holds about 2,000 people, 2,000. Like I said that earlier, mm-hmm. I go, we saw this local ska band from Providence, the, Co- the Copacetics. Right. And now everyone's in on it. Right. But if you just said that sentence with those three little question marks, people get pushed further and further into, what are they talking about? Like they just, even if they don't realize it. Yeah. I thought for sure the sentence was going to be, I was arrested with a hose in my ass yeah. in front of your school. <laughs> I'll also say, as we presented to those seventh graders, Chuck is like, yeah, I work with, uh, you know, you guys watching Practical Jokers, right? I work with Quinn. We're like best buds. And I'm like, I uh, work in an office at a college and I do housing contracts. And so then we're like, I do, you know, we we go. Housing contracts. I'm done with you. Well, yeah. And then we get to the end and we're like, does anybody have any questions? And they're like, "Um, what's your favorite Impractical Jokers episode? What's Quinn like? What are his three cats' names? Like, and and I'm like, uh, we podcasting. Uh, we equal equal podcasters <laughs> right here. Ask about housing. Well, and, and then you know we had talked about uh, hey, good oh, APR no, kids. Some of the seventh grade girls had looked up our website and they're like, your last episode was called Brad's Bad Date. What was your bad date about? <laughs> Like well, yeah, no, it is. It's interesting. I was listening. Brad was listening to one yesterday too, coming for cancels, <laughs> and there was one where I got hired to film this naked comedy show in Boston. Oh jeez, yeah, and everyone, all the comics were naked on it. And Brad's like, he's like, this conversation is too funny to cut. And I'm like, well, what did I say in it? And he's just like, you said that one guy's dick looked like a naked mole rat that got into a car accident, and then we. <laughs> Thing where it had a little crutch, and then the next year at Christmas it was just a crutch at the dinner table. Oh, <laughs> there's no cancel like, no, there. That's, that's fine. That's gold. fine. Well, the question was, am I shaming? Oh. But but I was like, then I made fun of myself yeah. way more, and yeah. I was like, you know, it's shame so, is it's a fine. fundamental part of honesty, vulnerability, humor, sure. and partnership and conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, like these people, you know, we were these. This was a this was a friend of mine, and he had hired me, and I wasn't even really naming him, and he, it was it was all fun. But like, but it's fun. Like Charles Dickens is like open source now, isn't it? Like, uh, is it yeah. not open source? Public domain. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. One of the things we did. I'm one of our great one. Uh, Open yeah. source. You can you can edit it as as you please. Yeah. One of our Muppet one of our live. Carol, what's his yeah. name? Then? We did a Christmas show because what what we do basically is. We do a live Halloween show. Uh, we did one where we elect we put we hooked a car battery up to a jack o' lantern and you had to reach in and get candy. Um, <laughs> By the way, if you you're like, oh my goodness, that could really hurt someone. Nope, it can't. It can't. It's not, but, not but even it seems close. like it could. Yeah, show, it, it, right? it looked intimidating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, at, we do a we do a Halloween show every year. We do a Christmas show, and then we do a bunch of shows that are kind of based on movies or events or whatever. Yeah. And um, for one of our Christmas shows, we didn't really announce what the headlining bit was going to be, but Ray Harrington was on the show. And we called him up and we're like, hey, Ray, like, uh, you're going to join us for our last bit. He had no idea what it was. And we're like, was we pack. present to you yeah. for the first time in public, Chuck and Brad's A Christmas Carol. <laughs> and we did the whole play of A Christmas Carol with him playing all the ghosts. Uh, we just, you know, we just we, handed him a script. We did a uh, an abridged version of the whole play. Yeah. <laughs> it was with, probably with our like, own jokes in there. Probably like 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Ray had to play all the ghosts. So Marley, Christmas Past, Christmas Present, oh, Christmas yeah. Future. When he was playing Marley, we had, we kept switching like hats and wigs and stuff on him. That's amazing. And we put the Rastafarian wig on him, and he's like, he's like, you know, his his line is like, it's Jacob Marley, not Bob Marley. And we're like, we know which Marley it is. Just read your next line. And he goes, I shot the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the ghost of Christmas past had like a 90s bucket hat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Sugar Ray. Oh, we were yeah. talking about Sugar bucket Ray. hats earlier. I saw three different kids yeah. going by with bucket hats. Back in a big bag. We got one in our prop bin. Yes. But yeah, we like to do like weird stuff in our shows like that. We did we did Chuck and Brad's Christmas Carol. Then we did it to him again with Chuck and Brad <laughs> present Halloween, and he oh. played Michael Myers. Oh. <laughs> we did. A we should do a live that. Halloween show. Yeah. Yes. I will do anything, I'll especially go, I will do anything that's written for me. I'll go online. I'm totally game for that. Yeah, I'll go online and I'll buy a bunch of like horrible costumes. See, and I we'll, was I was and listening we'll, for candy. We'll, but, no, uh, and we'll tape the names of the costumes to apples. It would be bobbing for costumes. If you pull like the sexy <laughs> like nun, you have to go on the you have to go put on the sexy nun costume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is some, there uh, an unsexy nun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 I love I love alternative comedy and, and, and this kind of stuff. I think it's really, really fun. It's good stuff. Well, I'm excited for uh, for the opportunities ahead. Yes, um, for sure. So you guys have your show in just over two weeks. We'll probably yeah, yeah. release this in the next uh, day or so. So mm-hmm. I look forward to being there. I don't know if I can drag these guys with me, but I know it's I'll be as there. As long as I'm not moving the kid into school, that we're still waiting for yeah. the moving schedule. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's all, we're already getting towards school time. Yep. Wow. Yep. California kids have already gone back. Yeah. Jeez. Woken, Do I? Woken's daughter. Started yeah. school today. Wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, she's wow. just, they're, just, they're staggering the college move-ins. And it's just, yeah. it depends, like, upperclassmen, we're not sure what what day they're going to get, so. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so, not. who knows what the schedules hold, but I will definitely, <laughs> yeah. I will be Why at don't the you show. Guys give it one more plug. Yeah. 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 So, so, if you're around and you're like, oh, I like these guys, or, you know, I want to support alternative comedy, comedy, please come I out. I just want to laugh at Brad. Well, here's, here's the thing. Yeah, I do. don't know how many people are going to come out to this, because, like, we had a good draw mm-hmm. before the pandemic, but it's yeah. weird when you don't perform for, like, what was the last show we did? The last comedy show we did. Uh, it was the, Spider-Man? Uh, it was the Galactic Theater, wasn't it? Oh, we did a, yeah, we did a cr- live actually, Christmas podcast. That was actually a live podcast, uh, but it was all games and stuff. But before that, what was the last comedy show we did, The Connection? It was Spider-Man? Uh, Halloween. Halloween? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Halloween mm. 2019? Yeah. So wow, we haven't done a show geez. in a long time, so we're nervous about the draw. So yeah. please come out. Uh, it's Sunday, August 15th. The Dark Knight, Bradley Drawn. All the information is at chuckandbradpodcast.com. You can get tickets at ricomedyconnection.com. And that'll also be linked at uh, chuckandbradpodcast.com. All the stuff's there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at discountchuck. I'll be posting about it nonstop. Um, You can follow Brad at Brad, R-O-H-R-E-R. Thank you. Yes. Um, And the Chuck and Brad podcast on Facebook. We'll be posting ticket links and promotion. And we're doing a ton of appearances on different things for the next couple of weeks to hopefully drum up some business. But definitely come out. It's a lot of fun. And it's going to be kooky. We're opening it with a very kooky bit where we're physically on stage finally getting our fan mail we get so much fan mail to the comedy connection <laughs> like, that we're going to go through yep. it live on stage to yep. open the show what's fan mail <laughs> amazing yeah it's 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 not real <laughs> <laughs> i think we had one once it's like your mics don't work like one of the mics is bad or something. yeah well, we get a lot of yeah. emails but yeah. but the idea Criticism. of us getting oh, physical like fan mail at yeah. the comedy connection no we don't even get emails yeah <laughs> or tweets i'll, I'll say <laughs> it, 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 it took us Quite a while. Yeah. 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 I can tell you that your time guesting here, pumping the show, has guaranteed you at least one ticket, but I already bought it. So. <laughs> actually, we've actually, had, we've actually had pretty decent numbers, actually, the last yeah. like couple months. So good. That's, that's, great. Content, that's so. great. That's good to yeah. hear. That's awesome. I would never look at my numbers. I, I, know, <laughs> I know it would be six. It's more six. just curiosity. I know it would be six. My mom would be one. Yeah. <laughs> You One know, of them is get him, give me a pity listen. It's, it's more like <laughs> my mom accidentally listened to four minutes and she's like, whoa. <laughs> well, she got to the devil jizz son. and that was it yeah. right there. Yeah. Whose dick has a little crutch? What? <laughs> <laughs> dick has a little crutch. That's funny. Yeah, oh, she I, knows but it looks. She, <laughs> she knows damn well where that crutch is. She made the crutch. Oh, <laughs> the same crutch. Sorry, mom. It's such a sad. Someday you'll need thought. a new crutch. Nope. <laughs> 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 like a hermit crab. Fairly family heirloom passed down through the years. All right, we'll we'll have you guys on again at some point and make Anytime. you go through a top three. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but thanks for for making the trip up here. I hope we'll be seeing you guys again soon. Definitely. 
August 15th. Hell yeah. And if, if you ever want to do some type of alternative weird thing for an episode, hit us up. We'd yeah. love to do stuff. For Christmas, we did a thing Definitely. where we Chris we went only and offers Christmas me that lights. for money. It was just Brad looked up facts about our three favorite Christmas specials. We just drove around, looked at Christmas lights, and he told me all the facts. We discussed them. And it was great. It was so fun. That great sounds time. great. It was so fun. So if you ever want to do anything like that, just hit us up. Especially anytime. Christmas lights. Especially <laughs> Christmas lights. As long as it involves Christmas lights. Yeah. That's what I'm everything saying. Everything involves Christmas lights. Yes. We can make, make everything involve Christmas lights. True. Think of stupid things. Anything you like, we're down. <laughs> could do a Thanksgiving when we could cook a turducken with just three random animal parts. That could be kind of That's fun. Have not to eat it. Happen. No, <laughs> I mean, no. The begin, the excitement is. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, mean, I like. The, I appreciate like, the enthusiasm. Like, I, like a rainbow trout inside a no. pot roast inside a turkey. That's no, not so bad. No bones, no fish. No. Fine. See, this is what happens. Everything gets yeah. negative. I'm no. I'm Mr. No. I know. It's like I like we've had ideas. I'm like, okay, here's here's the thing. So we're gonna do an episode, but the whole time we're doing the podcast, and there's four dead hookers in the back of the car, and Sean goes, No, I'm not doing it. And it's like it just <laughs> calling it the Affleck. It, it crushes the whole yeah, yeah. It crushes the, the Baldwin. Funny. It's called the Baldwin. <laughs> it's, it's, not it's not funny. Underage, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah. Now that's Overage. Where's that cancel <laughs> stuff? <in your? laughs> yeah. yeah. Make a note. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Where's my dick crutch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, guys, thanks for coming on. It was a blast. Thank you for having us. Can really we do it the next it. time. Yes. Sean, you want to take us out? I don't know what to say other than I'm a lifelong chuby. <laughs> Screw you uh, guys. Okay. <laughs> ah, fuck you, Ray. <laughs> uh, uh, Ray Harrington go. hates the term chuby. <laughs> that's our. That's the Tug of Bad podcast fans are hardcore chubies. Chubies for life. Uh, everyone, thanks for listening. Hit us up on Twitter at fmen37. Give us a like and a follow. Subscribe to your podcast and uh, feel free to you know tweet Sean and tell him how much you want to see the uh, Dead Hooker podcast. <laughs> no. Yes. Later. <laughs> Thank Good you. Good night. Thank you.